The views expressed on the Big Shiny podcast do not express the views of Big Shiny Robot as a whole, its subsidiaries, or its sponsors. And the Big Shiny podcast contains coarse language like penis butt. <laughs> <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Hey man, I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Muse. Welcome to Big Shiny Robot. Welcome to the latest episode of the Big Shiny Podcast, and happy fucking new year. It's 2015. This is, we're going to say this is Big Shiny Podcast 3.0, because we got some changes that are coming, that are happening. But anyway, sitting to my right is Kylie. What's up? That's all I got. This year's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> happy new year, motherfuckers. We'll come back, I already though. said that. <laughs> oh, running the show, as always, is Tom. Half in the bag, It's weird not saying the robot names. It's, I know, it is weird, right? You know, I, Tom, right, what's your robot name? We're going to keep name? with it, though. My gamer tag, I'll follow suit with you, is Zombiepotamus. Come find me. <laughs> <laughs> he'll talk your ear off because he'll be drunk. I know. I, I asked Anna. She said you were smashed that night. You were talking. You would not I shut the fuck up, Tom. We were like, no. we were like, shut the fuck up, Tom. I was like 75% of my birthday drunk that night. <laughs> Whatever. That's Lucas. a story for another time. <laughs> yeah. This is a very aggressive beginning to this podcast. Co-founder of BigShinyRobot.com. Hello. And did co-founder <laughs> of the co-founder. <laughs> Jimmy. What's up? Mexicus Prime. Mexicus Prime in the house. Yep. You got a jerking off with Jimmy. I do. I'm excited. But first, I, I am Tyson, and we have to introduce our guest from the Hello Sweetie podcast, Jimmy Garcia. Miss Rebecca <laughs> 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 Hello. Jim, Jimmy Garcia here. <laughs> I'm here to talk about some porn. That was a perfect impression. Are there Spot two on. of you? I Wait. closed my eyes. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. It, we're, this is a competition, by the way. By the end of this, we're going to judge on whether you or Danielle are the better guests. That's not fair. She has more time. Yeah, but if you get drunk, you can sing the White Hump song. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> drink. <laughs> All right. This is a really weird way to push that conversation. <laughs> we need you to get hammered. <laughs> so I can sing my humps. There's a Twitter conversation involved, right? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't know if it would be more offensive to do shout-outs before or after the jerking off with Jimmy. Just do it now. All right, so we got to say hey to Paige from California. Somehow she stumbled across our podcast and welcome, outside of the state. Welcome to Utah. And welcome to Utah now. I'm, I'm sorry. You're going to have a lot to bitch about in six months. <laughs> yeah. And uh, happy birthday to Shay Ludwig, like number one fan of the Big Shiny Podcast. He does not have a very good uh, judge of podcasts. <laughs> but we love you for it. Yeah, we love you. Sure. Um, all right. Jimmy. Floor's mine. I believe okay. it's jerking off with Jimmy. This will be jerking Do you have off a theme with Jimmy. Song? No, I don't. I was kind of waiting for it. Jerking off with Jimmy. <laughs> Just got one. <laughs> so I'm watching porn. This is like <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. Just your average Tuesday. It's like a regular Tuesday. I got, I got home was it, early. Was it morning, afternoon? And my yeah. wife's at work. So I usually jerk off with the dog watching me. <laughs> and I'm not, that's not an embellishment. Like, that's real shit. We know. I go to the bathroom, squirt in the shower, and then I, and then I just start my day. Like, after work, I start my day after that. So that's so, how you're starting your day. I start my day at like, like 4 30. Yeah. No, I'm, I, don't, I just have the shower page. on so it cleans up the splooge. <laughs> I put a leg up on the shower thing and then the, so anyway, sorry, sorry, Frost. Hey, welcome. Yeah, I do, up. I do the cat. I do the cat. So, anyways, let me let me just tell you what I watched. So, I'm beating my <laughs> and there's a guy. I don't recognize the accent. It's like Swedish or something like that. But he's banging an American chick, and it was for a Christmas party. She was asking for a Christmas bonus. <laughs> so I'm gonna do it as a impersonation. He goes like, he's like, I want to give you the Christmas bonus. <laughs> so she's blowing him and he's her butt. Like violent, like two to three fingers. He's like playing the bass. I'm so glad you waited. I'm jerking off. Here. I'm jerking yes, off, sorry. and I'm like, oh, I don't really like the whole. Thing. It's, it, it's actually getting me weird. Even the dogs kind of looking back, like this isn't the normal shit we watch. <laughs> then all of a sudden, it switches because it's a ten minute video that was supposed to be twenty because I didn't pay for it, so it only gave me like the best of clips. So she's now reverse cowgirl on him, and he's like. Come get the Christmas bonus. <laughs> and then, the like the only English he probably yeah, does. Yeah, come get the Christmas bonus. <laughs> yeah. And she's like just doing all these fake ass screams. And then she gets off. And then out of nowhere, like just 
face. Like I didn't see the money shot or nothing. <laughs> just all of a sudden she just has like and I'm like, that's it? Like I didn't see anything. So I couldn't get off. I couldn't. So I had like a rock hard fucking My hand smells like oatmeal shea butter. Yeah, and I didn't get off. I so I wrapped it up then. Like if we can if we can really picture this, Jimmy's in his bathroom. I assume the shower curtain is not no shower closed, so open. It's open. It's, 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 yeah, You're it's Captain open. Morgan over the Captain shower, Morgan, yeah. butt-ass naked, holding yeah. your phone up in front of you, and the dog's on the opposite side of the. The room. dog is behind me. And I'm in, in the bathroom. shower. No, 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 no. He's just like he's just behind. He just that's a he's weird shadow. setup. And you've got a small bathroom. Like yeah. it's not extra small, but that's no. It's it's pretty intimate. I like to say on. intimate. Yeah. What, kind, what kind of dog do you have? It is an old English sheepdog border collie. So that's like a lot of dog in the bathroom. It, it can be. You can see him right now because he's got his winter coat on. And Winston's excitable. Like he gets. Like was, a ball you know what? You know, you know, you know, I will tell you this. He's used to it by now. Because now he just kind of looks at me. He tilts his cute little head. And then he just kind of just sits there and waits. Because he knows after that we get to play. We get to go on a walk. Like, <laughs> so he knows like after those weird fucking noises that he hears, he gets to go on a walk or play. Oh, so. Jesus. But yeah, I couldn't get off. Dude. Anyone else want to share how they spent their holidays? <laughs> but Not doing that. <laughs> was, there, was there a punchline to this? Or you just no, it was just so that. I couldn't, did, I couldn't so get off. How did you? I didn't. I didn't oh. that day. I, yeah. So really... Tuesday was a rough day. Yeah, so yeah I, didn't, I just had all this did pent fight, up. Did you fight somebody in the White House? Jimmy. Like, no, I didn't. That's why you've got the blue thing on your uh, microphone. <laughs> blue balls, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? I don't get it. All blue balls, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy no, but I, balls. so I didn't get off is the moral of the story, I guess. So that's, be careful what you sad. download because you only allowed five videos on that fucking website. And if you don't do it right, then. Which, what's, what, which website yeah, is this? There's some good websites. Yeah, remember, no, they removed that. No, it was the you. Remember, like, Danielle gave us that whole review? You weren't here last time. Danielle told us about a bunch of different porn sites you can get Because I had porn. mentioned how I just discovered Pornhub, and everyone's like, what the fuck? You're just discovering Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's old. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie's downloading it like a fucking pioneer off Kazaa. Uh, I, I had to get a card <laughs> for my tablet. Bear share. LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, LimeWire. Yeah, lime oh, shit, though. That was Jesus good. Christ. All right. So, some housekeeping items. So, EID. Yeah. You guys are now... Yeah. Entertainment is Dead podcast. So, the Big Shiny podcast proper... As we sit around this table in my nerd room, we'll I only take be offense doing... to the word proper. It's proper. We're the <laughs> flagship. You are, you are the flagship. You're the first mate. <laughs> That's <laughs> not can funny. You, can we you, can't laugh. Can you turn me up in the headphone? I don't know why I went down. I want to hear my flagship jokes. <laughs> Check, right, guys. right there. Thanks. I can barely hear my jerking off thing. But, so, uh, so go on. Yeah, so we'll be doing uh, two episodes a month. The third episode, which is normally dedicated to video games, will be handled by the Entertainment is Dead podcast, hosted by Tom. And it will still be video game themed. Yeah. Yes, it'll be video game themed. And it'll still appear in our theme or our, yep. our stream, so there'll be no change to you. Exactly. So you'll still be able to get it. You'll probably just hear different voices. I imagine those of us around the table will be guesting on it periodically. Right. I plan mm-hmm. on being on the first one that we put on there. I want to guess just on to help that. the people with the transition. Yeah, well, and, and really, it'll be great. So the cool thing is, and we've talked about it before, but if you want a weekly dose of video games, Wednesday night, 10 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube video goes up an hour later, hour and a half later, depends on how Twitch is working. And then, you know, it hits our audio feed in like a day or two. I still haven't put up Wednesday's episode in the audio feed yet. But generally in a couple of days, it's in the audio feed. Um, come find us. But yeah, we'll be doing that. And a lot of fun. We do it via Skype and Twitch. And we've got some really cool stuff coming this year. A lot of streaming. We're going to be doing a lot of actual... We've now figured out a way to stream games into the podcast. So you're going to start seeing some gameplay stuff coming through. It's going to be fun. So Very That good. sounds awesome. Check us out. And interactive. And interactive. And we, we never <laughs> monitor the Twitch chat, so if you want to feel really ignored, you come right along and chat with us. <laughs> and uh, we'll also be featuring throughout the year sporadically um, some Big Shiny Podcast watches and Big Shiny po- Podcast plays features where we uh, sit down and commentate on either some really shitty movies or beat the shit out of each other in video oh, games. You know what we should do? We should go buy like the worst reviewed games ever, and then we could just discuss them. We should or watch we should. porn together too. I think that'd be. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy! Just, just one video. We don't have to get all five. We just watch one together. Well, dudes can't get together and watch porn. Go in my bathroom. Set up a boom mic. Get Maybe the, some lighting. Get the dog in there. Get the dog in there. So everything's natural. This is like one step away from you trying to have a porno filmed with us. We got a boom mic in there. We got some audio. Maybe maybe Nick can bring his camera. No, I don't know. I'm just yeah. spitballing. Okay. <laughs> Called the big shiny porn cast. Yeah, spitball. Hey, spitball. Luke, do you know the, the uh, title of the porn? <laughs> Oh my Yo, god. Luke, do you know what a fluffer is? Because we need a fluffer. <laughs> Wait, so time out. Do we own the URL bigshuddyporncast.com? Nope. You Get should. on that shit quick. 
Well, we've always said that the day Big Shiny, Big Shiny Robot ends, Lucas is just going to put a bunch of gay porn you'll know, up on man. BigShinyRobot.com. <laughs> you'll know. And you'll know that we've all stepped away. We'll Not me. <laughs> no, it'll be me stepped away. Jimmy, Jimmy won't be running it now. <laughs> like someone will log in to upload something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess we're done. I guess, I guess we're, we're doing porn now. <clears throat> All right. Jimmy will be the only one in the whole group. Fucking hey. I've been holding out for great. four years <laughs> for this shit. Yeah. My time has come. So let's talk Literally. about <laughs> geek news and movies I'm and sorry. not porn anymore. I'm sorry we sat you right next to Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That we debated where to sit you, like where the quote unquote safest place would be. And this was it right by well, the door? Right well, by the door. Yeah. yeah. If you want, if you needed to. <laughs> no. Don't, take, any, just, don't no. take candy from Jimmy. No. It's for your best. <laughs> no. I'll put it right there. Mm. There you go. You can suck on it if you want. Nope. <laughs> you obviously don't listen to Hello Sweetie podcast because we have discussions about how I don't like mint. And we talk this about. This is a mint. This is a candy cane. <laughs> it's peppermint. It's horrible. It's, we have like a whole conversation about the Natural Harvest cookbook, and there's like a mojito recipe. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I don't like mint. And they're like, yeah, that's why you don't want the Natural Harvest mojito. Hashtag. Hashtag, pick I need a, to go back and listen. Pick a blind Jimmy uses. I'm just going to leave it right here. He's going to leave it right here. It's going to be right Do here when you need it. Do what you will. That's how him and Shannon met. I'll suck so, on uh, your... You want the rest of I'll them? suck on your stick here. That's actually yours. What, uh, what are we going to do oh. about this? Uh, so you guys want to talk about Ant-Man instead? I guess. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do with the rest of this hour? I mean, yeah. Wait, wait, so the, we can continue to talk about Jimmy's masturbation techniques no, for we're like done 55 with that. minutes. Tell but. me more. <laughs> Let's talk about Ant-Man. Let's, you, you want to be sure? Lead it, Are Jimmy. Are you sure? Do it. You got your mouth full so of speaking candy of, uh, hold on. <laughs> speaking of little things. Speaking of Michael <laughs> Douglas, the little pussy eater. He's an Ant-Man. But he, <laughs> he's actually you Ant-Man, right? Are you confused? No, Time he's, out. he's Hank Pym, right? Yeah, he's yeah, Hank. He's, he's Hank. Hank. So, Paul Rudd, what is he? Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Uh, yep. So, is this based on Irredeemable, then? No. Okay. No, I can't remember who Irredeemable is. It's not Eric. Scott. There you go. It's Eric something. Okay. I think it looks cool. It's a great trailer. It's a lot of fun. Like, even, I mean, they, they, it's super seriously set. And even and then that little ending of, like, is it too late to, is it too late to change the name? Like, <laughs> like oh, this is going to be funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a caper movie, from what I understand. Yeah, like a caper. Like an Ocean's Eleven kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And uh, oh, Yellow Jacket's in it oh, as the villain. Oh, oh, oh. And, I, and I hear that there's a, uh, a shout-out to Wasp. Oh, okay. Um, so she doesn't actually don the suit, but she it's kind of like uh, Rhodey looking at the uh, prototype Iron Man suit in okay. the first or second like, Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, the first, first one, one. he's like, next time. Yeah, next time <laughs> she kind of makes a comment like that. So, yeah, actually, um, I'm going to show you guys, share a little insider story with you guys. So um, there's someone I know that works for Marvel Studios um, who I spent some time with over the holidays. She's a daughter of a friend of the family. And really cool, and um, Agent Carter, yeah. <laughs> but she was working on the uh, Ant Man movie, um, like from beginning to end. And so I was kind of just picking her brain, you know. I told her, you know, this is off record, like I, you know, just, just until it's just now, now until it's now. <laughs> but this is a fun story. Like she told me some other stuff that I'd probably get in trouble if I if I shared on the podcast. But one thing I was kind of asking her, like, you know, who, how's this person? Like, is this person cool in real life? Because that, that always like interests me. Now, especially Paul Rudd, because I fucking love Paul Rudd. Who doesn't? Right? And so, and, and you always are kind of afraid to ask, like, uh, is he really cool in real life? Uh, she said he's, like, one of the sweetest, like, actors she's ever had the pleasure of working with. So much so that he learned, like, everyone's names and would, like, talk to him and stuff, and which some people are just kind of like, oh, I'll be in my trailer. Um, but at the end of the production, when they wrapped production, um, he got all the people that he worked with, including her um, T-shirts that said um, Ant-Man on it, um, but really, really teeny letters like, over, the, over the back. And it said, it said, thank you for, it had some sort of like personalized message on it or something. Oh, but, I love him. Yeah, I thought that That's was like cool. really cool. So like he was That's supposedly cool. like really cool to work with. Uh, Michael Douglas was actually really cool too. So is it true about his throat? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's amazing. <laughs> Go on. But anyway, so Ant-Man. I was actually surprised how serious the trailer was. Right. Because yes. Edgar Wright's not yep. there anymore. Yeah, that's a boo-hoo. bummer. It is boohoo. I it love is that a guy. boohoo. I'm He's not great. really bothered by it. I wasn't a big fan of Scott who's, Pilgrim. Who's directing it now? Yeah, but all the Shaun, Shaun of, of the, the Dead, Dead, all the other stuff. Buzz. Yes, but Scott Pilgrim, I was excited because I'm like, oh, it's Edgar Wright. I'll like this, but no. Nah. 
But I'm not saying that he would have made it a great movie, but he would have made it. He would have made it a good movie. Yeah. Not to it's say not, it's going to be a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. It's I, not but just that's my question. Are you that concerned that he's not attached to it anymore? No, but I, I no, will just, miss his flair. It's a fucking Destiny group. Can't stop, won't stop. Oh, shit. Are they raiding? I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm done with you guys. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I'm bummed that he's not doing it, but I forget who replaced him. He knows his stuff. Doesn't matter because he's not Edgar Wright. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bummed that it's not Edgar Wright. But I feel like Edgar Wright walked away because he was kind of being a little bit of a like baby about it. Well, so I had read that he like submitted a script and then Marvel was like, no, no, here, do this instead. And so he made the changes and submitted it to Marvel, and they were still like, mm, no. And so because they were tampering too much with yeah. his work, he decided to step away. Because right, Edgar but- Wright likes to have it more. If you've watched any of his movies, there's a lot of setup, you know, from frame to frame. There's a lot of planning, especially right. like with Scott Pilgrim. And Marvel is definitely more of a loosey-goosey, hey, guess what? We're going to throw Doctor Strange in, so figure out a scene with him. He's going to be on set tomorrow. Right, but if we recall, though, like Edgar Wright's been attached to Ant-Man Forever. for like five years. He was the one like pushing that. the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's getting but made. But it was before like Marvel really kind of blew up. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, Edgar Wright, the reason why Ant-Man kind of got pushed so late into the, the Marvel movie schedule is because he wanted to do At World's End first and complete his, uh, his trilogy. Right, and so by that time, <clears throat> if you look at the timeline of him being first attached to Ant Man and like having the script and everything like that, and then going to do At World's End, I mean, there's a huge gap of time there where Marvel has now expanded their universe. So if Marvel after that come back and said, "Well, things have changed a little bit more. We need you to help loop in some of these other aspects of it," I'd have to see when these script changes happen. Yeah, to know that for sure, but. He's a super cool guy, and I'm bummed he's not on the film. No, I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. But yeah, I, I, based on the trailer though, I was really excited. Yeah, looks good. And cool. like having um, Yellow Jacket makes me excited because that's actually one of my favorite villains. I really like Yellow that's Jacket. Weird. Well, he's so, the yeah. first superhero to have a family, if I recall. Right. Like Cap doesn't, Thor doesn't yeah, really. He has a, a dad, but as far Thor as like having a, a child, fantastic. He's Thor, a family, a mom, and a dad. He doesn't have like a child though. Like Paul Rudd's got a child. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a fucking family, but not their own. Tom doesn't have a family. (laughs) Raised by motherfucking wolves. So moving on. Yeah. Doctor Who Christmas special. I'm here for this. Okay, let's do this. Go ahead. Splash in. (laughs) Jump right in. At first. No, I thought it. I thought it was really well done. The thing that bummed me out the most was I, because this episode was the one where there was going to be a big reveal of is she or isn't she staying right and i didn't get to watch the episode until a week after it aired and it was spoiled for me jenna louise coleman signs on for another season and so that kind of took away the magic of the christmas special for me and like the mystery of like will she or won't she and so throughout the whole episode i was watching it i was like well i know that she chooses to stay so really well and we thought it had all been but confirmed that she was leaving right i think that she like changed her mind because nothing better came along I kind of think so, too. Yeah. She went off and showed her boobs in some show. Oh, did she? Yeah. Mm. What show? Jimmy, what show? I don't know. I'm Googling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, you want to be disappointed? Do I just type in Doctor Who <laughs> boob? Her makeup is always on point, so I bet her boobs are, too. No. Define on um, point. It's quite disappointing, actually. Her makeup always looks great. I was more like, referring to Like, I want to boobs. tutorials about... Nicole um, Bryant? No. Jenna Louise Coleman. Can't spell that. We're not listening to what we were <laughs> just on. talking about. Like, I don't, well, how did you feel, Nick Frost? Doc- Nick is, Frost is Santa Claus. He did an excellent take on Santa Claus. Yes. It was something that you haven't really seen before. He was snarky and sarcastic, and yeah, I love the kind of the quip about you know how do you fit all those presents in the bag? Oh, you think your mom does it for you? Or like, the no, the it's or, bigger on the inside. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe Santa Claus. I liked I liked when he was trying to brush off that he was Santa. He's like, me, Santa? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, it, I, I liked it. Like it was, it was good. I really I, liked it. It got tedious because it, it was um, it inception to the tenth degree. Yeah. It was are, like, are, oh, we're dreaming. Now we're awake. Are oh. the Christmas specials hour long or they're two hour long? They're, they're, hour hour. Hour. they're hour and a half. They're hour and a half. They're hour and a half long. They're hour and a half. But it was, oh, we're dreaming. Oh, now we're awake. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. We're still dreaming. Now we're awake. Mm, just, no, kidding. just kidding. And by the end of yeah. it, I was like, fuck off, and ready to like <laughs> flip the table. Yeah, it got it got a little frustrating mm-hmm. and. The, the monsters were cool, but, you know, this was kind of pointed out online that uh, um, there's kind of like a theme with some of these Doctor Who villains, like the Weeping Angels, like, don't blank. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the, with these ones, it was like, don't don't think. Don't think about them. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another one that was like, don't breathe. I can't remember which villains oh. those were. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Wait, know. let me see. That's kind of very flattering. That's shot. why her makeup is always on point. Yeah. Oh. That's not a flattering shot. So whack. Like an under shot. Yeah. Can you find a better photo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a guy in the crew that was sneaking it from his side. But so, are you glad or disappointed that that she's staying? That she's staying. So here's the thing: is I feel like her time on Doctor Who was done. She had a couple, she's had a couple of major plot arcs. She had her big one with Matt Smith and she had kind of a big one with Capaldi. And towards the end of the season, I felt like she just had nothing to do. And so hopefully if she, cause I really like her as a companion. So if she sticks around, I hope they give her something to do instead of just kind of being a companion and <laughs> look at that website data <laughs> sorry again. I, I i agree like i i feel like she kind of like was at the end of her run i've never really liked her as a companion to begin with and but this last season with capaldi i've liked her more but i'm still just like ready for a new companion yeah, but like like I said, I feel like it's because she has nothing to do. Like her big arc with Matt Smith was she was like the impossible girl or whatever. Yeah. And so she threw herself into his timeline. But ever since then, like what has she done? Nothing. She hasn't done anything except no. mourn over Danny. Yeah. And Danny Pink was a cool character. He but... was cool. I really liked her scene in the Christmas special where she had to say goodbye to him. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It's a nice closure. Yeah. I, I like that too. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm hoping one more season and she'll be done. I, I just, I think it's time for her to go. I mean, she's coming up on being like the longest running companion, mm-hmm. which is shocking because it doesn't feel like she's been around that long. But then you kind of go back and think about it. It's like, no. She's been around she's, for a while. Yeah, she's been around for a long while. So I just, with the new doctor and I, I, I just want to see him change things up a little bit more. And getting rid of her, I think, is step one. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, The Hobbit. Who put this on the agenda? That was a long fucking movie. <laughs> I didn't see it yet. I'm, really? I'm excited. So to this see it. this was the first Hobbit uh, out of the three movies. This was the first movie that when it was when it was over, Aaron looked at me and said, "How long was that movie?" I said it was like two and a half hours. Oh my and god! And she said, "Oh, it didn't feel like it." Oh my god! It ended that's like first, seventeen. That's times. the first one. No, I remember when I when I was watching the Desolation of Smog, actually pulling my phone out at one point and looking at the time like. Oh my god, they still it's been two hours and they still haven't got to the mountain and talked to the dragon. I'm like, this has got forty five fucking more minutes. Yeah. I, I just felt and and I'm not a diehard Lord of the Rings person, but I do love those movies. It did two things for me. A it, I actually bought the entire it did that too. Yeah. But uh I bought the entire Lord of the Rings sil- trilogy on um the PlayStation store or not PlayStation store, the um Google Play Store for like eight bucks or ten bucks to watch, which I was pretty excited about. Oh, okay. like, but it actually made me want to watch Lord of the Rings. Have you never seen them? Oh, I've seen them a bunch, oh, okay. but I just don't own them. And um, cool. <clears throat> But then the other thing that did was I, I felt like they were drawing it out for the sake of drawing it out. And what I mean by that is this movie had more slow motion takes than Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> and if you've ever seen Abraham Lincoln Vampire yeah, Hunter, a there's slow, a lot of fucking slow motion in that movie. The whole movie is in slow motion. Yeah, and this had so much of that. I mean, and they're just, they're, they're like force feeding you the story. Is it story. as good as Abraham Lincoln no, Vampire Hunter? No. <laughs> I walked out of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and went, fucking A, I'm gonna go see that again. I love that fucking movie. It was movie. so good. good. Movie. Like, the, the slow motion mm-hmm. axe twirling and, oh man. But this had like all of that. I'm lost on that. Let's talk about that that movie instead. Yeah, let's do it. I I honestly, I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed Battle of the Five Armies. And even being somebody who's read The Hobbit eight times, nine times, I've read The Lord of the Rings series a couple times. I love those books. It just felt like by the third one, they were just trying to fill time. They could have done that whole movie in an hour. I mean, there's battle scenes where. They actually took the time to have a slow motion moment where the fucking Scottish dwarf guy, I can't think of his name, actually like slow motion zooms out as he yells. Can you, pitch, can you pick out which one it was on my Lego set? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he yells out like, where is Thorin or whatever. I'm like, we didn't fucking need to know that. We know you need Thorin. You're all getting killed. <laughs> like they did a ton of that and like a lot of like awkward like slow motion eye contact and stuff that was unnecessary. Now, see, I, I'm, Other than that, I haven't seen Battle of the Five Armies yet, but I've yeah. enjoyed the first. Hey, don't two just point hobbits. that shit around here. Yeah, cut somebody's dick there off. Goddamn lightsaber! <laughs> um, I've actually enjoyed the first two movies more than I enjoyed Lord of the Rings. See, and that's really. Not yeah, the I just case feel like now. stuff actually happens in these movies, and I know it's not you know proper to the book and everything. I, I, but by the I'll end of the Lord that. of the Rings, it's like enough fucking walking. Jesus fucking Christ! But that's Lord of the Rings. Put the ring in the goddamn volcano already, and then the seventeen fucking ending is at the end of it. I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. But see, and that's but I loved Lord of the Rings. 
So no, I, I'm not saying I didn't like them. I'm just saying I feel like more things happen in this. And yes, it's been yeah, but they they, ended they've that added movie a bunch of stuff to, to spread it out across three movies and stuff. But I don't know. I I, I, I really enjoyed. Did it. you see it? The third one? I haven't seen the third one. It's yet. I it's, liked it. It made me like the. I love. I'm, I was a big Lord of the Rings fan when I saw the first Hobbit movie. That was my opinion. Was like more shit happened in this than the whole trilogy of Lord yeah. of the Rings. In sure. the first movie. Say, and plus, like that, that the yeah. the battle with the goblins and stuff yeah. like that. That was really yeah. fun. But the I second see. movie just felt like it went on forever. Right. And then the third movie made me kind of appreciate the other two more. See, and so. I'm, I'm the opposite. I liked the first. The second, I liked more than the third. So I, I, if I had to rank them, I would go, well, I'd, one, one two, two three. three. Yeah, right in order. <laughs> the third one was my least favorite of the series because I, I really did. I just felt like they were trying to wrap up this movie. I, I love the battle. Just it was made, just fucking awesome. The battle was great, but it could have been done in 45 minutes. Like, there are movies... It was. With, it was 45 well, minutes. Well, I guess, sorry, I mean, like, 20 minutes. There, there are movies with great... Like, Henry V... Has one of the, some of my favorite battle scenes in a movie ever. Kenneth Branagh, anybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, those battle scenes are like you know fifteen minutes, and they're incredible. And this was so drawn out and long. Home and Alone one. And you're Home you're like fifteen minutes. Yes, twenty minutes. No, like forty five minutes. No. Do you think your opinion would change if you were to spend like a weekend marathoning them? Oh yeah. I don't have that kind of time. No, okay. Well, let's play pretend. <laughs> oh, like watch watch a back-to-back all three. Yeah. Tom. I don't, yeah. I don't, She's I don't, not asking I don't, you out. I don't think so, because I didn't like Desolation of Smog all that much. Mm. And you call it Smog, I will dick punch you. I know. I hate the way they It's Smog. That. His yeah. name is Smog. Um, Why would people say Smog? Because that's actually... Because that's how... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the GIF and GIF argument. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, it's actually GIF. It's GIF. I had no idea. It's GIF. I but, thought it was yeah, the person who made it says Jeff. Yeah. But you get into that argument with anybody. They oh, you got dick into it with me because I said GIF. It's a GIF, goddammit. <laughs> I have actually I'm giving you a GIF. Yeah, lots of people, <laughs> You're also, lots of people I, are wrong and feel strongly about it. I, yeah. but that's, that's life. That's, that's the best. Life. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I had to say about it. I just I thought it was okay. And this is I, based I on a true story then, right? Yes. That's Jimmy. It's based on a porn, Jimmy. The best thing that came out of that series was the Colbert Report interview. Did you see that with Smog? He's such a huge... Lord of the Rings yeah. nerd. Yeah, big time. I will say this though: the Hobbit trilogy does have 100 percent less Liv Tyler in it. It does. Yeah, that's so true. It's true. But it has 100 percent more Evangeline Lilly with in red it. hair. Oh, I don't like Evangeline and Lilly. What's, no, we don't. No, nope. and 100. Oh. I'm not a Kate fan. Really? Here, here. Kate fan. Thank you. And I'd but, go with Liv Tyler any day no, over Kate. God, no, hmm. no. The side of the has... table disagrees. I'm glad she sat over here. Grab your lightsaber. We're doing one of these. The other thing about it protect is, yourself yeah and this is this is a stupid nitpicking thing but i really do feel like legolas was completely wasted in that movie he's not even supposed to be in it and that's the thing and then a he's not supposed to be in it so they transplant him into it and he looks so weird yeah and he's just not that great he tell looks me, way fucking tell weird me about right? lee pace tell me about lee pace in that movie Who's he lee had pace? one of the coolest he's, like, did you see dad. did you see the movie i don't give lee a pa- shit lee about the movie he's one of the coolest things in the battle the king of when he when he's riding the red elk and he rides the moose the king of the king of the Antlers. Yeah. He, he, he captures, he yeah, captures he all these orcs on her, and he comes he, right he up, was, and he just he's the one with like, the just eyebrows. Just yeah, he's really? great. He oh, was, was great. Awesome. He's Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. The pie maker. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. Don't he has no clue that was Legolas like his dad. I know, I, I know who he is. I know he's called Ronan the Accuser, because in the, uh, I'm pretty sure in the book he's, he's just called the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan the Accuser. Ronan the no, I see the movie. It's called Jurassic Park. <laughs> the kids are in the kitchen, and Ronan the Accuser comes in and chases their asses out. I've seen that shit. I really wish oh. you guys wouldn't have told him. Um, I, 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 I would have been Googling for like no. three days. Man, he's not in this fucking movie. <laughs> No, Rebecca, we have to tell him, because otherwise next podcast, in an hour and a half, he'll be like, oh, that fucking guy. Like, what? I, I guess the moral of the story is, and I'm not a film critic, I just, I, it wasn't my favorite. So, before we get into uh, the interview, let's talk about Into the Woods real quick. Okay, here we go. I, so, are, sing, I, sing your reviews. Oh no! Nope. Okay. <laughs> I forgot it was a musical, and so we sat down in the first opening notes, and I'm like, I turn to Danielle and I think, oh no, I forgot this was a musical. And then there's like the whole 20 minute opening song, and yeah. I'm like, is there gonna be singing throughout this whole thing? Musical. Like, I'm like, no, is it an operetta or is it just like a regular musical where there's like talking bits? And she's like, I'm Not pretty like sure Lady there's is where they yeah. sing it all. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm pretty sure there's talking bits. 
was and there, there was that and there was, was. Yeah. yeah it was just a musical but then chris pine opens his mouth and i was like oh i didn't know that was gonna come out of his mouth yeah so so what did you captain kirk can sing apparently yeah um it the character, like, so some characters were, like, severely underdeveloped. Like, why is Cinderella running away from the ball every night? Girls are so. scared of balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us, tell us, Jimmy. <laughs> um, so my wife informs me that's actually how it happens in Grimm's Fairy Tale it, for, for Cinderella, is that it's a three-night ball. But and, she just runs away No, because. it expands on it. But, like, I thought it was just a one-night ball and she gets the glass slipper. And But, like, each night... Apparently she gets a different type of slipper, and then the last night it's the glass slipper that he finds. Ugh, you're one of those people that likes the Disney movie, apparently. No. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> because you thought there was only one dog. All right, so... <laughs> what the fuck does that somebody, somebody will get that joke. So, this is... It wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't know that was a joke. <laughs> I didn't think that many of the characters were likable at all. Um, no! Like, underdeveloped or not, they're all kind of horrible people. They were all kind of shitty people. Yeah, like, the, the baker's a shit dad. His wife mm. is kind of a bitch, mm-hmm. like controlling bitch, and then Little Red Riding Hood's an uppity snob, <laughs> and Jack is just dumb as shit. Looking for his milky white. <laughs> and his wife is a bitch. His mom. His mom. <laughs> his, his mom. Jesus Christ. His mom, running the accuser. Yeah. Look up. <laughs> played by Tracy Ullman. Uh, Tracy oh. Ullman is Ronan the accuser who plays the face. <laughs> you know, with the eyebrows. You realize And I, the horns. Like, you have to unravel this shit next month. Uh, I know. You have to deal with this. <laughs> I know. But, and then the songs just weren't great. Like, I can handle a musical. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine if the songs are catchy and shit, but... Songs were not great. The best one was um, Chris Pine. Agony! Yeah, where, where him and his brother are... Singing in a river. Yeah, they're singing in a river, and essentially what they're doing is... So, Chris Pine's character, he's Prince Charming. He's fallen in love with Cinderella, and she keeps running away from him. His brother, who's another prince, has fallen in love Scott. with Rapunzel. And he... I can't remember, like, why they can't... Like, he, he has to, like... Because she's in a tower. She's in a tower, and she can't leave, so he's got to go up there and see her and stuff. So they start singing about who's got the worst situation, like who's in the most agony because they can't be with the person they and love. And they're very melodramatic and yeah. flinging themselves Ripping on rocks. Ripping their shirts open and stuff and like <laughs> splashing in the water. It was the best, like, agony. best four minutes of the whole fucking movie. And the great part, that I, the, the best part of the movie is that Chris Pine, who plays Captain Kirk in the Star Trek movies, was very much channeling William Shatner, yeah, I feel like, in, in this movie. I kind of hope Star Trek 3 is a musical. Yeah. <laughs> so, but overall, I walked out of that movie, and I was like, that movie was shit. I, I just, the, the ending was shit. The, it just, ugh. Yeah, if you listen to our, us talk about it on Hello Sweetie Podcast, um, the other two girls are like HelloSweetiePodcast.com The other two girls are like So did you like it? We can't tell By the way that you're talking about it And uh, I still haven't decided Yeah, I, I mean My I wife's guess. kind of in the same boat yeah. She's like I can't really put my finger on Me I'm like I don't ever want to see it again Yeah like, it I, I don't want to see it again Yeah it wasn't the worst two hours I've ever spent in my life But It uh, looks Just judging from the trailers that I've seen It looks like a fun concept of merging all this stuff together But knowing it's a musical I have no desire to sit through this yeah. Well, the only reason like I was really into it was because I like like Broadway musicals, and knowing that's what it was. Eh. I remember sitting through Rock of Ages in the theater, Ooh. and the first song came on, and I remember thinking, "Am I going to be able to do this for two hours?" <laughs> <laughs> but then Paradise City came on. I, I, I didn't like, mind. Rock of Ages yeah. was fun. I thought Rock Tom Cruise Ages was awesome. Fun. That. Yeah, that's it was. Fun. It was a fun movie. I'm kind of wanting to watch that. Maybe I will now. It's fun. The interview. Stop distracting me with your fucking call no. signs over there. <laughs> did, did anybody else purchase and watch the interview? No, I did. I didn't want to pay $7. So none of you were paid. I, I only paid five ninety nine. I believe the hack from Korea was a marketing ploy. Right? James <laughs> Franco and Seth Rogen did it. And I, I, I refuse to give them money because I think that's shady. I don't think it was North Korea. So did you download Russians, it for free? But that's a whole other podcast. I'm going to go pirate it just to stand up against it. Here, here. So it was really good. <laughs> Uh, if you've seen, really I liked it. It was funny. If you've seen funny. like Pineapple Express or uh, This Is the End, Your Highness, Your Highness, it was not great. So I wouldn't. Oh, I, like I, your highness. Highness. I loved Your Highness. I do not compare anything to Your Highness. I didn't like Your Highness. Oh my god, it was I'm terrible. not saying it's like We're on a different wavelength over here because that was guess, shit. Yeah. What's going on on that side of the room? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad not to be. You like funny movies. 
So it's fucking hilarious. It, I've never been like so talking about your highness, right? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> so the interview, like James Franco is usually pretty funny, but he's for me like, and this is the end of the other movies. He's not the funny character. Yeah, like he's all right, but in this one, he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, you talked more about it. I don't know. I'm just kind of gushing that I liked it, but. Well, I've never thought James Franco was like the greatest actor ever. But did I you mean, ever it's... see his take on As I Lay Dying? It was fucking no, terrible. No. Do not watch it if you like. <laughs> if you like the book at all, it's painful to watch. And James Frank, like that's James Franco's like baby. Yeah. Ugh. No, I've I've never looked at James Franco and thought you know Oscar winner material. He's just he always kind of plays the same guy. Right. He right. plays James Franco. Basically. James Franco as James Franco yeah. as. Which is why it's funny when he's just himself with Seth Rogen as buddies. Yeah. Like the sequence of the stink the stink dick or the anus. <laughs> the hate us because they anus. The hate us because they anus. Are you saying anus or ain't us? <laughs> the hate us because they anus. Well, I, I really liked how his, the just the way his character is. He, play, he plays like a, God, what's like a, what, what the hell are like the tabloid entertainment type interview show. Maybe like a TMZ nowadays. show. Yeah, exactly. there you go. Like, Where, yeah, like TMZ they, or Entertainment Tonight. Because he interviews like Rob Lowe and uh, Eminem and there's all these kind the, of the funny Eminem things. The Eminem thing was fucking We can spoil awesome. it because fuck it. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so Eminem on the Better show than any. doing an interview and uh, James Franco's asking him questions about the different lyrics and if he feels like he's pushed it too far and Eminem's like, it's all been one big uh, trail of like breadcrumbs, you know, because I'm gay basically and James Franco's like, wait, so you're you're gay, and Eminem's like, yeah, that's the yeah, whole point all, of all these all songs because right I'm gay. That's what I'm trying to say here. And everyone's in the recording booth going, "Oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe this! We, this is the big biggest interview of the year." This is our scoop. So then Seth Rogen's character says, you know, because he runs into some old friends, and he always wanted to get into more the journalist side of it instead of the you know tabloids. And so he tells James Franco this, and James Franco says, "Well, I'll help you. We'll get some bigger guys." But you need to stick around and help me because you're my, you know, golden goose. And somehow they come to find out that uh, Kim Jong Un is a big fan of the show, and so they reach out to his people to have him on an interview of the show. And the rest you've heard. But it's it's fucking hilarious. I highly recommend. Yes. It. So yeah, I would I'd check it out. Get all the all the bad reviews. Fuck those guys. It's I knew what I was going in for, and I that's what I got. It Speaking was, of which, was funny. so well, this is one thing I can comment on. Yes. Anybody follow Seth Rogen on Twitter? So uh, the, only so, like when only when articles are like here's what Seth Rogen said in response to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So The Verge tweeted their review and their their tweet line was like why this is the stupidest fucking movie we've ever seen or something and all Seth Rogen replied was hey The Verge fuck yourself and that was it it was, it was awesome. Well it's it's not their fault James Franco or Seth Rogen because they've had this movie now pushed up to this big news story and the oh, political yeah. status that you know if you're a patriot fuck north korea sit down and watch this movie i mean my I father think it is their fault but then like north <laughs> korea or, uh, my father-in-law is talking to me about it and asking me like did you buy it because you know fuck north korea we need to buy this movie and watch it oh, and as God. i'm sitting there watching it with heather the whole time I'm like can you imagine your dad watching this part where he's sticking the rocket up his ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those people are going to be severely disappointed well, yeah that. and that's the thing it was put up on this big pedestal right exactly and right. a bunch of people who normally wouldn't have gone and seen this movie in this movie probably isn't their bag are now watching it because they feel like it's their patriotic going, duty the and they're the ones shitting all yeah. over it and they did it on purpose it's <laughs> so fucking funny so i, I recommend it uh, i think i feel I like it's I definitely watch it. when that speaking of the the rocket part when he actually shows him that he's like you put that up your ass i thought it was like that big <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's great just watch it i don't want to describe all the scenes because i will gotham <laughs> you wanted to talk about Gotham and Arrow, some Gotham. DC stuff, right? Not Arrow, Gotham. No, Gotham. Gotham. I actually got caught up on. Um, mm-hmm. Not the best. I mean, it's it's good. It it keeps me coming back, but it's after an episode's over, it's like I can wait a week. I'm not excited for the next one. But there was an episode right before the break where I think it was probably the best episode they had, where they found out like Gore. I don't know who else is watching Gotham in here. I've watched. I'm some. behind. So Gordon, I just know what the deal is with Gordon was supposedly supposed to kill the penguin for the bad guys, and he, you know, before he shot him, he kind of whispered in his ear, "Don't come back," and kind of shot off to the side and pushed him into the, the river. Hmm. So the season goes on, and penguin comes back, and he's kind of you know weaseling into things, um, and then you've got like the. The cops investigating Bullock, who's corrupt, and since Gordon is his partner, they figure he's in on everything too. So they're about to arrest 
Gordon for murdering the, the penguin. Mm-hmm. And at that moment when they come in to arrest him, that's at the very end of the episode, Cobblepot walks in and says, I'm Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> so now he's kind of screwed all over the place. You know, the bad guys are going to come for him. So it was the episode after that they send Zaz to to come kill Gordon at the police station. Uh-huh. And that whole hour, that was probably the best thing I'd seen. It mm. was, And then it, it kind of went back to where it was, but that was pretty sweet. The Zaz stuff? Yeah. Well, and then everyone was looking forward to it coming back from the, the mid-season break because Arkham Asylum was becoming involved. Mm-hmm. And then all I hear is people were really disappointed because part of people's complaints about the show is too many characters that they're focusing on and so you don't really get enough time to spend developing any single character. Oh, like the best the best thing for me was it didn't seem like a mid-season break because it took me that long to get caught up. It's only been a couple weeks, so mm-hmm. they're like Gotham's back. I'm like, "Really? I just watched the last episode a couple weeks ago." Yeah. So for me, I've just watched him straight through at this point. Well, and people were really looking forward into to him walking into Arkham and I don't think he does until like Towards the end of the episode, no, he's right? it starts out with him in Arkham. Oh, does it? Yeah, no. he's they've they've well, they, they, I fucking know. I at the end it. of the mid season, whatever they they kick him off the force and they sit. He's like a guard at he's like the head guard. Oh, at, oh yeah, because didn't Arkham. they introduce Marina Barakin? Yes, by, yeah. by Karen. Whatever. And I thought it was a I thought it was a fine episode. Yeah. It was pretty cool. They let all the inmates loose and shit goes crazy and it was fun. I didn't you know, I I, I read the reviews and thought, I don't know what they're watching, but it wasn't horrible. I just haven't been able to get into it. I think I've watched like the first three or four episodes. And it was kinda like you, I was it took me a while. Fairly enjoying it. But then I was like, I wasn't really looking forward to it each week. And then it just eventually if if something's like that eventually slips off my radar. Yeah. It almost did for me. But I got back into it. Alright. Yeah, I'm not a huge Batman fan, but I've watched like I've fallen behind on a few episodes, but I've actually been watching it and yeah. I've kind of enjoyed it. Well, there's a couple things specifically that bother me. Like the drama between him and Barbara really bothers mm. me. Cause I yeah, I hear that she's annoying. She's annoying as shit. Like and they've just done all this weird stuff with like their relationship and her character. So her character like used to date a woman back mm-hmm. in college who is now um, like an internal affairs person. Yeah, she's she was one. She was one of the people investigating investigating Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. So there's drama. That was there. Montoya, I believe. Yeah, and so there's like some jealousy stuff there from Gordon because they have history and stuff. And then just like she suspects that Gordon is turned into a dirty cop, and that he's kind of running around behind her back and stuff. And it's just all this unnecessary drama because if if you know the lore, you know they end up together. And, and it just seems like this unnecessary drama to put some romantic drama in there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and her character i mean nine times out of ten when you see her character it's in their apartment like yeah yeah i didn't know that she could leave yeah (laughs) i don't think she can there must be like some curse on her and she didn't there was there was an episode where he told her to leave and she she came back (laughs) yeah two steps out the door and felt ill so she's a useless character and just not very interesting and just causes like unnecessary drama there's other drama that i feel like that they could expand upon more and focus on more at least in the episodes that i've seen Mm -hmm. without having to keep coming back to all this drama between him and barbara it's just frustrating like especially these shows you know the same thing with like the smallville stuff right i mean regardless of how good of a show or not you thought it was when it was on all these people that were you know team lana and clark like you guys, they they don't fucking end up together, right? Yeah. I mean, he he ends up with Lois. I mean, the, the, that's just the way it is. But all of that drama dra- dragged out over season after season after season, and you know how it ends up, and it yeah. just it gets dull. So I don't know. That's my complaint. Anyway, Arrow. Do you watch Arrow? Uh, no, it's on my to do list. You should move it up your to do list. Yeah, I know. It's really good. <laughs> so spoilers for. Anyone out there watching it that didn't catch the mid-season finale? Um, I think he died. So, <laughs> so with the arrow died. <laughs> Oliver no. um, went after Rachel Ghoul, and well, actually, in this show, it's Roz Al Ghoul, so we'll call him Roz. That's how I grew up knowing. That's it. how I yeah. That's how I always series, man. Yeah, exactly. Roz, right. So Roz Al Ghoul. Um, so essentially, um, earlier at the very beginning of the season, the first episode of the season. Um, Sarah Lance, the Black Canary, up until this until this point, gets murdered, and all, so part of the season arc is they're trying to figure out who murdered Sarah Lance, hmm. and there's kind of like some hints as to who it might have been, may it not have been, and so 
she was um, dating or, or she was in a relationship with Ra's al Ghul's daughter um, for a long time. And so she comes to Oliver and is like, you better find out who killed her. And Oliver's like, I will. Because she's kind of essentially threatening to have the League of Assassins rain down on um, Starling City to to figure it out if Oliver doesn't. So in the mid-season finale, she comes back and is like, you've had weeks or months or however long it's been. And you haven't made any headway on this. Like, you need to figure out who it is. Anyway, series of events um, prompts Arrow to go hunt down Ra's al Ghul and challenge him to... A, a duel. Fisticuffs at dawn. Fisticuffs at dawn. It actually was at dawn on a mountaintop. It was actually pretty badass. Oh, was it That's beautiful? not a cliche. Um, but so th- so they engage in a sword fight. Oliver hold, holds his own. Do they oh. take like ten paces? Yeah, ten paces, and they turn around and they throw the swords at each other. Uh, Does the sword sound like this? Because I have to imagine what I sound dick slapping together was done like. <laughs> Get, you were you, you were setting up a pretty romantic scene on a mountain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Snow falling. Um, <laughs> anyway, I expect it, that kind of shit from Jimmy, not from you, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I just the fight ends. Um, Roz runs the arrow clean through, just stabs him straight through the chest, and pushes him off the cliff. You're picturing penises, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I figured as much. Sharp. Penis. So. Oliver is, quote-unquote, dead for all intents and purposes right now. And the previews for the season, uh, when it starts up again later in January, is Starling City's kind of reeling from not having the vigilante around anymore. And um, Arsenal, Red Arrow, whatever you want to call him, um, is like trying to pick up the slack. Uh, Laurel Lance, who in the comic books is Black Canary proper, right? Um, she's been training with uh, Wildcat to become to kind of take up her sister's mantle. So she's kind of out there trying the vigilante thing with, without all of her around. So it's going to be interesting to see how they bring him back. I'm wondering if they kind it's, of go with the gonna, Lazarus pit or something. They're going to go with the Lazarus pit. So, cause they've been introducing more kind of supernatural stuff in there, especially with the flash. And, and I hope they keep in like in the comics, when you use the Lazarus pit, you you kind of come back a little screwed a little up. Fucked up. Yeah. I hope <laughs> That'd they be keep that. Nice. Yeah. What's the Lazarus pit? It's what Ra's al Ghul uses to stay young. So in the comics, he's so that's how that's how Batman came back too. Yeah, they bring people people back from the dead with it. Yeah. So Ra's al Ghul in the comic books, he, it's one guy that's been alive for it. Sorry, Tom. Fuck. It's one guy that's been alive forever, right? And he just keeps using the Lazarus Pit to make himself young again <laughs> mm. and continues to l- lead the League of Assassins. But well, how? It's a continuity reset button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like in Batman Begins, Ra's al Ghul is like, what what do they say? It's like a Mm. We didn't watch it. It's like a legend in Batman, Batman Begins. Begins? Mm. That was, didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It's like someone keeps picking up the mantle of Ra's al Ghul, so they because they didn't want to introduce that supernatural side of it. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's kind of like Wu Tang. <laughs> they ain't nothing to fuck with, Tom. Agent Carter. Neither is Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> <laughs> who saw? Who watched Agent Carter? Me. I did. What'd you guys think? It. Like it's painful to watch, you know, old timey misogyny. It, yeah, I, I felt the <laughs> same way. Yeah. Halfway through, I was like, I, you know, it's is it, God damn it. But well, it's <laughs> yeah, well, go file was, these, Peggy. Exactly. There was exactly. a part where she's like in disguise at the uh, party or whatever, and a guy asks her to dance, and she says no, and he's like, oh, okay, and walks away. I was like, what? She yeah. said no, and yeah. he accepted. <laughs> <laughs> when she tried like, to run through the Farva with the fork. In the diner, yeah. In episode two, that was pretty great. I really like like her fighting style. Is like if she's in the middle of a fight, she'll just find whatever's around her and yeah. use it. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Because that's how you fucking fight. <laughs> um, and it, so they've got all these old timey radio shows um, going on where it's Captain America and then it's Betty Brandt instead of Peggy it's, Carter. It's something, something like that. It's, something very similar. It's a and similar it's name to, to hers. Her. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be her, but she's always the damsel in distress and Captain America saving her, and she's always groaning when these are going on. And into the second episode, when there's different fight scenes, when she's fighting somebody, the radio show happens to be on, and it's it's a funny because like, contrast because like she's beating the shit out of them, and then in the radio show, she's the damsel. Well, in the radio show too, like they provide the sound effects for her fight. Right, right, yeah, like oh, slapping the, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the slapping like, the slapping stick, the meat. Yeah. breaking crab legs. <laughs> it's I liked it a lot. I was surprised because uh, Agents of Shield, 
this last season's been good, but even the first season, I was like, oh, it's okay. It was, first it was first half, you get, you get through that first half, and it got good. So, Whereas this with Agent uh, Carter Jarvis was all is, good. Uh, awesome. I did yeah. not put it together <laughs> until like midway through the second episode. I'm like, oh, Jarvis. <laughs> Tony oh. Stark. Stark, Jarvis Stark. <laughs> yeah. So Agent Carter, uh, Stark ends up being framed for something, and uh, Carter is kind of getting all the shit work. It and it's not Shield yet, right? It's it's just it's, like a no, CIA like organization or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So there's not Shield yet, and so since Tony Stark has been um, kind of almost framed, but not really. It's not Tony. It's Howard. Uh, Howard. Or I'm sorry, Howard Stark, Tony's dad, um, for selling weapons to yeah enemies, for what Tony had done. Yeah. Um, so she's trying to help clear his name while all the CIA guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. and are, So she's trying to beat them but not get caught trying to beat them to the punch with all this stuff. And it's been really good. And Jarvis, so Tony, or not Tony, I'm sorry, Howard, says, here's my butler, Jarvis. He'll help you through all of this and get you all the information you need. So he's kind of like her sidekick. I want a show from his point of view because yeah. he's hilarious. Well, and so have we he's determined great. because at first it was supposed to be a series and then when it's they were advertising it's, it's, only a mini-series. Series. it's only a miniseries. Yeah, it's only so a miniseries. is this going to be the only season of it? Is it just going to be I, seven episodes? I bet so? depending on what happens. Yeah. Depending I, on how the ratings come I back. I can see that. You think... I that's, think it's that's just how a they run the done. comics. I can see that them doing that with the show. Like, well, if it does good, it, it'll keep going. That's a good point, point. and it's it's tied into Captain America. Like they've shown scenes from the first movie. Oh god, that's well, I saw an crying. interview with I saw an interview yeah. with her um, where she said um, it will tie in with Captain America and Ant Man. Her, oh really? Her, yeah, her because series. isn't there like rumors that she works with like Hank Pym? Which would be cool. Oh, I could the see agent that match up. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Michael yeah. Douglas being the first Ant Man, he's an older guy. Yeah. So, and the, the, what I kind of they got Michael Douglas pops up like near the end or something. I could oh, see them awesome. doing that, Marvel. So, part of what I appreciated—I don't know how you two felt about it—but she's not like mourning over Captain America for the whole show. In fact, right. she's like pushing against it. Like he's gone. I don't care about him. And everybody's coming up like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know, about Cap." And she's like, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Leave me alone." And she's very much her own woman, going and kicking everybody's ass. There's a lot more action in this too than in Agents of Shield. Yeah, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I'd highly I highly recommend it. I don't watch Agents of Shield, but like I really like, I've really liked Agent Carter. So I, I liked that they showed two episodes back to back. Yeah, that, I think that, was that a good helped idea. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Get things moving. Yeah. Um. So speaking of Marvel, Daredevil, the Netflix series, April April fifteenth yeah. of this year. <laughs> of this yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. I, I was not expecting right? that. Like you just it's binge watch. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's coming to Netflix. Um, eight episodes, I believe. Is that it? Eight. Yeah. So, so I think but they're, they're hour long. They're hour yeah. long. So, I mean, it's eight solid hours, yeah. right? So it's a we're gonna have Saturday. An and it's Netflix, so <laughs> they could go long. You know, yeah. If so to. it'll be an eight episode series of Daredevil, followed by Luke Cage, followed by Jessica Jones, and then Iron Fist, and, Iron and then Fist. Iron Fist, and then the Defenders. So yes. we haven't really gotten a timeline on the rest of those, but Daredevil is hitting uh, in April. We've seen some production stills. Um, he's in his classic. Like the before he gets the red Daredevil suit, suit, he's in the black suit where he's got the the mask tied around his eyes. Mm. So uh, like an ultimate Daredevil and Electra kind of thing. I actually had a guy that came into the store a couple weeks back, and he actually works for Netflix, and he said he's actually seen footage, and he he was just so excited. He's like, "It's you guys are gonna love it. It's oh, it's so good. I'm so excited." Well, That's plus awesome. he trains with Stick in this one, so they're bringing really? Stick into the fold. Um, played by uh, uh, what's his fucking God, name? David Carradine would have been a great. Stick. I know, but it's it's like <laughs> it's like David Carradine Light. It's the guy from Sucker Punch. Oh yeah, I know exactly. That's um, uh, David Scott Carradine Glenn. Light. That is no, it is very much Scott yeah. Glenn. So I'm glad he's only gonna almost die from drinking. No, he, no he, he's like all the roles that you think like God, Scott or yeah, Carradine would be so good in the David Carradine would be so good in this, and then. It's now this guy. <laughs> I'm glad they're leading off with Daredevil. I think that's a good move. I think it's a good move because out of all of them, I mean, even though Daredevil is well still considered lesser known, he's the most well-known out of all so of them. So did you guys mm-hmm. talk about Kirsten Ritter as Jessica Jones? I complained about it. He did a little bit. I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, we're I, all cool with I'm it. I'm not cool with it. You're not, why aren't you cool with it? I like love Kirsten Ritter to death. I uh, love her. She's not a good choice for Jessica bee. Jones. Why? Because um, I just... Reasons? Reasons. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. She wins this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, what? You just don't see her in the uh, role. Like, I guess, like, it's like I guess I do have like an unfair bias because I've been recently watching her and Don't Trust the Bee. I haven't seen her on Blacklist, and I saw her, you know, briefly on Breaking Bad. Yeah, that was awesome when she died. <laughs> but like, I feel like her look isn't right, and I feel like her acting style is not right. Yeah, I don't know. Anytime this argument gets brought up, I just think of Heath Ledger for the Joker. Sure. You know, which I mean, that doesn't always. I was like going to say, this is just not Joker level right, acting. Right. Right. Well, it's hard too to make any argument when we haven't seen her. Yeah. In the character. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't have any side of it. Yeah. I. I, Lucas, you're bringing me down, man. You both can agree to disagree. Yeah. I wasn't happy when they said they got Zoe Saldana for Guardians of the Galaxy, and after seeing the movie, I still wasn't happy with her. (laughs) (laughs) What's the problem with Zoe Saldana? I I didn't mind her. her. I didn't Uh, mind her. You're. Your wife didn't like her either. I wasn't listening when she told me that, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Zoe needs to eat a sandwich. Mm, she, she could span, stand Same with like Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman. I would like a Wonder Woman who's not going to break in half if I look at her wrong. Exactly, right. and I just saw the picture they posted of her like all buffed out, and I'm still looking at her like, she's still a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Little Amazonian. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that it's a follow-up to some other conversation Kylie had at some other point. Like, she looks like a little bitch, but if she works out, she might be all right. No. No, no she still looks like a little bitch. Still a little bitch. She's still a little bitch. All right. Anything Granted, else? I've never seen the what is she in Fast and the Furious. I've never seen any of the Fast and the Furious yeah, movies. So. God, you are so lucky. Mm-hmm. Someone, invi- so someone invited me to see like the fifth one or something. Uh, I said I haven't I seen. Saw it I haven't seen the first theaters. four, so I think I'd be awesome. lost. Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> They're so awesome. I love the Fast and the Furious yeah. movies. So does Chris. When that, when, that guy, when that guy died, idiot. I was hoping they were going to end the series, not make another one. When that well, no, guy died, already. Yeah, they were like, he's dead. I'm like, oh, thank God, they can't make the movie. I started, watching, uh, I started watching uh, Brick Mansions today, mm-hmm. and I got about 10 minutes in and shut it off. I heard, I heard it was pretty horrible. Uh, no. Cause, well, cause cause it's a remake of District <laughs> B-13, which is a French movie that I own that's actually really fucking awesome. Ooh. And <laughs> Tyson owns a foreign movie, look out. It's a parkour action movie. But it's a remake of that for American audiences. So they've got one of the French actors from the original, and then his partner in this one is Paul did, Walker. I saw, just I saw the trailer, and all they did for like two minutes of the trailer, around. no, they jumped up, and they like would like hold their leg and twirl sideways. There was yeah. a lot of that shit going on, just in the trailer. Um did you guys uh, catch the Chappie trailer? Chappie! today. robot. Yeah. yeah, the ball camp one. Looks like it'll be sad. It looks really sad, <laughs> but I really want to see it still. I want to see it too, but... I want to see it because of uh, D. Antwoord. Or D. Antwoord. The band yeah. that's in it. Oh, okay, yeah. Like the little girl with like the bangs. Yeah, everyone's mm-hmm. like freaking out that she's in this movie and loving her. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? She's she's yeah, no, if you video. watch their music videos, it's messed up. Yeah, with Shia LaBeouf and... No, that's Sia. Let's talk Sia about... shows <laughs> how out of touch I am. How about, how about the Shia LaBeouf song about getting murdered? <laughs> I thought it was Shia LaBeouf! Shia LaBeouf! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Shia LaBeouf! Can we, can we talk about Nymphomaniac? Has anyone else seen Parts that? Parts one or two. I really want to, but oh, no, I'm afraid. It's, it's on my it's list. fucking stupid. You oh, okay. and I talked about it. Where do we talk about it? Uh, that no. That's where... It was, it was at a, Lucas's party. It was at Lucas's party. That's yeah. right. Okay. Interesting. So, it, so I watched... Well, actually, I don't... So is this a Netflix TV series? What is no, this? It's no, it's a, a, a two-part movie. Yeah, Lars Von Trier. It's uh, like five hours total. And Shia LaBeouf does like LSD, doesn't he? Or... Yeah, like so... Jesus Christ. It's really, really fucking graphic. And the way they did it is somewhat interesting. Essentially, they had... Because, I mean, it shows like penetration and stuff. And like... So this is a, a NC-17 or not rated or whatever? Yeah. Jimmy, what'd you think of it? I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> is it on Pornhub? <laughs> but it's I, on only, I only watched 10 minutes I of it because they cut out everything else. <laughs> 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 suddenly Shia LaBeouf had come all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get off. I couldn't. <laughs> but, so, uh, it's, so it's like a porno. It, well, so, well, and what they did was they had um, porn actors come in and do the sex scenes for like the penetration Stunt and shit. Stunt yeah, and then <laughs> they have the actors come in <laughs> and film the wrong. same, but it's not like where they cut away and then it's someone else's dick or anything like that. Like it's all one fluid scene, and they like superimpose like the actors. <laughs> from the waist CGI. Up. CGI. Yeah, CGI from so from the waist fluid up, it's the actors scene. from the waist down. It's like 
Instead of just a cut. Porn actors, yeah. So instead I'd like of being to like refer cut, to the porn actors as the talent. The talent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the talent and stuff. But it's just, it's really fucking depressing. And so, like, what's the story? Is there a story? Yeah, so the story is that, uh, um, who's the guy that plays the scientist in Thor? What's his name? Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård? Yeah. No, it's... Stieg? Kellen. I don't know. Kellen. Is it Kellen? Kellen Skarsgård. Like, yeah. yeah. So he finds this girl, like, beat to shit in an alleyway by his house. Like, he's going to get bread, and he comes back and sees her. So he brings her into the house and, like, puts her in his bed and just kind of, like, like lets her sleep, brings her some meals and stuff. And she, he's like a psychologist and she wakes up and starts talking about her. Like they start talking and she starts talking about her life. And she kind of mentions how like, she's this nymphomaniac and like sex is like, she's had this whole fucked up life. And so he's like, well, tell me your life story and I can try to, you know, help you through it. And so then it's five hours of her telling her, like telling like this really fucked up story. Hmm. Like her dad was, um, a pedophile, but it played by Christian Slater. But he didn't have the mustache that let you know no, he was. He didn't have the mustache, so it totally catches uh, up. He's a sneaky pedophile. But, but the thing is, like, he's a pedophile, but not really, because like I don't think he ever. He's a pedophile, but not really. No, no, no. like because he never really like acts on it. <laughs> but he like says he says some, he says some shit that's like kind of fucked up, but like he never acted on it, so like he suppressed it, but you could tell it was there. And then there's like at one point she becomes uh, she she starts working to like find um, like it's kind of like this weird prostitute job, but there's this guy who is a pedophile and she takes pity on him and so she gets him hard by like describing like kids swinging on a swing set and stuff and then gives him a blowjob. You watched all this? No, I didn't. I didn't make it through the whole thing. Like I ended up skipping to the end because I just wanted to see like how it resolves itself. Like most porn. Yeah, like most (laughs) porn. Yeah, but so essentially, like what ends up happening. You guys want me to spoil the end for you? I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it. It's really fucking depressing. So she gets through like telling like her whole story, and so so how she ends up in the alleyway is that the Shia LaBeouf character, played by someone older now because he's an older guy, so she had a tryst with him way back in the day. And then she ended up kind of training, like, her successor in, like, the prostitute business. So how old is she? She's in her, like, 40s. Okay, or go something on. something like that. And so her successor and the Shia LaBeouf character that, that she had a relationship with, um, essentially they, like, find her in this alley. And I can't remember the reasons why. I probably missed some stuff because, like I said, I fast-forwarded through some of it. But they beat the shit out of her. And then, like, her successor, like, pees on her. Like, after she's, like, down on the ground, she, like, squats down and, like, pisses all over and stuff. And so then that's when the guy finds her, right? The the Skarsgård character. And so, like, at the end, now, the Skarsgård character is, like, asexual. Like, you find out, like, through him kind of talking and relating to her. Then why is he naked in the movie posters? I'm getting there. Oh, no. So, so he's like, and, and he's a virgin. Like, he's just never had any interest in oh, sex. Oh, Jesus Christ. But apparently, like, through her telling these stories, it's like he's all of a sudden become interested in sex. And so she, to protect herself, she had been carrying a gun and stuff. And she, when the Shia LaBeouf character attacked her, she pulled the gun on him but didn't have the balls to shoot. And then they beat the shit out of her. So she's got this gun with her. So she goes to sleep. So she's finished her life story. She got to the point where she ended up in the alley. She goes to bed. He leaves the room and goes to bed. Well, then, like, it cuts back, and he's, like, coming into her room, and he's only got a shirt on, doesn't have pants on. He's, like, just holding his dick. Like, <laughs> like just, you do. Yeah, like you do. And he walks in, he, like, moves the covers, and, like, there's her ass there, and, like, you see his, like, his dick and everything, and it's just... And so he goes to, like, penetrate her, and she f- sees what he's doing, and grabs the gun, cocks it, and then it sh- goes to black. And then you hear him like trying to explain himself, like, "Oh, I thought this was what you wanted." Blah 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 blah. Bang. Well, that was it. That, that was, was five it. hours. Well, wow. thanks for listening to this episode yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> Fiction Robot. But it was just—it's just one of those movies, like, and it got really good reviews. And I'm like, this is just pretentious horseshit. It's one of those movies that I just don't understand. Like, what? There's no powerful message there. There's no like this girl led a fucked up life, and she explained it to a psychologist, and then who then took advantage of her? Yeah, who then took advantage of her, and she killed him, like for over the course of five hours. It was fucked up. Your thoughts, Jimmy? I can't do that. Did did, did it have a good soundtrack? No. How? How was Shia LaBeouf? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. 
the the weirdest part about the whole movie is that she's at one like so she actually gets at one point married to the Shia LaBeouf character and they have a kid and then he can't satisfy her sexually because like her her sexual like desires are getting like really fucked up and so she goes to this hotel room to have a three way with two black guys. And they start arguing about like Jimmy's perked up. You know? <laughs> they, start, yes. they start arguing about like what position they're going to take her in, and the view of them arguing is her sitting on the bed, and their giant black dicks just like half hard, just like flopping so around. The dicks are arguing, and she like, just, like, just kind of keeps like looking back and forth at him, and like looking down at their dicks, and like looking back and forth at him. Like they're just arguing over the shit, and it's just like. Two minutes of like he's no, normally on top, exactly. <laughs> just flopping up and down, arguing uh, about the uh, Somebody get the karma sutra, and you can see the sticks like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> With the strings attached to it, puppeting. But yeah, really fucked up movie. And you, you want to have a lighter note to end this podcast on? No, thanks for that. But I got uh, no I, strings to hold me down. <laughs> Wait, Avengers, Avengers Yay! too, nay, and then uh, Ant Man's July. Yeah, May they moved 20, that up. 15 or 2016? This year. This year. We've almost made it. They usually do it in the <laughs> fall, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So. All right. That's so, my light note. Well, that, that works. <laughs> so that's it for this episode yeah. of the Big Shiny Podcast. Um, join us next week. We're going to be talking about comics and collectibles. Sponsors. And, yeah, I'm getting there, Tom. And thank you to our sponsors. Tyson. The Bo- sponsors. The Bohemian Brewery at the Bohemian Tyson. Brewery. Sponsors. Sponsors. Make Bohemian sure to mention com. her podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, hey. Psst. Psst. Are you guys done? No, I want you to mention this shit. All right. <laughs> SuperheroStuff.com <laughs> and SecretCompassOnline.com and of course, be sure to check out Rebecca Frost on the Hello Sweetie podcast. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the internet. Wherever podcasts are sold. That's right. HelloSweetiePodcast.com. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys Thank next you for week. listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. As always, you can check us out on iTunes. Please listen and rate. You can also find us on Stitcher. And be sure to check out our good friends at Entertainment is Dead and the Full of Sith Podcast. And a special thanks to our good sponsors at Secret Compass, who you can find at SecretCompassOnline.com.